Three, two, one. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Creepy and Jay podcast, and I'm your host, Jace. Donald Glover should have been Peter Parker. I'm Brennan. And I'm Chris. I, I like Brennan's better, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, about. mine was a little bit better. I'll be honest with you. My opening was pretty good. It threw me off, dude. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I know, that's what I was. I didn't that's, why I didn't wanna tell, that's why I didn't want to go with it, guys. That's I why I didn't, when time. we were practicing, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Because I had my part down. Jace just fucked up the first mm, couple of times. I do fourth. agree with you, though. Donald Glover should have been Miles Morales Spider-Man. No, so no, he should have been Peter Parker. Shouldn't have been my, my, Miles Morales. You think he should have been Peter Parker? Facts. On God. Mm-hmm. Well, today is May 22nd of 2020 and it is currently 11:57 so we got our podcast in on Friday. Oh, we started it started on Friday. So we, we got it in on time. That's all that matters. Uh before we start, uh we actually have social medias now. Believe it or not, uh when we had our first two episodes published, we had failed to actually make one yet. Uh and currently we are on two different platforms. We are on SoundCloud which can be found at soundcloud.com at creepy- B and J and Cree is spelled C H R E E. Um, probably not the easiest one that rolls off the tongue, but it works. Hey, it's gonna work. Hey, it'll catch on. It'll catch, catch on. on. Catch on. And you can also follow us at Twitter, which is can be found at CreeBNJ underscore Pod. Uh, very similar. And we also have an email. Not even gonna throw it in there because if you email us, we're gonna probably not open it. It'll probably be about two weeks before we realize that when we like look at like hopefully a password that we forgot right. for some reason. You know what I mean? And like, if, damn, somebody just emailed us. And we open it, and we probably wouldn't respond because yeah, come on, well, we're better we? than that. Um, follow, like, and comment on our stuff. Uh, critique us, make fun of us, tell us what we need to do better. That helps. Uh, well, if we take the criticism or not, uh, we don't really don't care. <laughs> But uh, if you like it up, we know that you like it, or if you don't like it, it it's very that simple. And make sure, you know, like I said, follow us on the socials. Uh, you know what content we're putting out and get a better schedule. Not everything is in line or has a hard hard schedule. What are the word am I looking for? A solid set schedule, probably. Set schedule is what I'm looking for here. We don't have uh, nothing like as a set schedule yet. We're in quarantine. We're in quarantine. Quarantine, so, yeah. yeah. So the time is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Currently, we're looking to be uploading uh, at least uh, once a week between like Tuesdays and Thursdays, but uh, we shall see. But uh, the first reviews, our first uh, viewing numbers, were actually way better than what we expected, especially what I expected. I, I honestly didn't even expect there to be two because yeah, I wasn't going to listen to it. <laughs> I was shook. Uh, honestly, I was shooting for like maybe ten an episode, ten views an episode. Uh, we're currently sitting at about 34 views an episode. Like I said, and that was starting without socials. Whoa. That's huge. That uh, doesn't count, or that does count probably the 20 times that I've listened. I, I love the dedication. That's all yeah. I can say. Uh, we're currently sitting at 15 followers on SoundCloud and 17 on Twitter. Uh, we got more views than that, so we know people's listening to it, and they just need to know where to follow. Uh, we've already plugged those, mm-hmm. and, well, now we can get into it. Uh We'll, we'll we'll leave them in the descriptions too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, anything you, you'll find, you don't have to listen to the whole podcast to figure it out. Right. Thank you for all you guys who actually do take the time to listen and follow us and stuff like that. That's actually huge and actually means more than what I thought it would. But the fact that you know we got friends out there that are dedicated to listen to our podcast and follow us and want us to do more episodes that just see it means a lot oh yeah for sure see i i helped us by uh doc doesn't know how to run his truck at all Mm -hmm. so i just hooked up soundcloud to his phone and just have it run constantly in his truck and he has no clue how to get rid of it he thinks we're in the truck talking the whole time yeah uh he actually complained 
had very negative things. Yeah. Quite hurtful. Quite hurtful. Uh, there's no way we can actually benefit from this. I uh, will never recover from what he trauma. said. Yes, I agree. Uh, okay. And uh, get back into it. Uh, as usual, birthdays. Nothing too splashy. Uh, Maggie Q, the actor, turns 41 today. Yeah, um, that Mag- guy. Uh, oh, goodness. Uh, she was off of the... It was a, gir- it was a yeah, girl. Yeah, Maggie Q is a girl. Maggie. I thought you said Mac. I thought you said Mac and Q. Like some barbecue. Market Mac and Q. Hey, you want to go down to the Mac and Q? Get some ribs? I'll just keep going. Okay. Down. And then uh, Novak Dojcevic, the really good tennis player, turns 33. Tennis. And, yes. Yes. Balls, but, rackets. But... uh. Yeah, that, those are like the splashiest birthdays I could literally find. Like it, it's, it's, it was a little rough, but uh, it is what it is. And we do have some like historical events that happened on today. Um, both are actually quite somber. Kind of goes with our episode, which is nightmares and villains. But that's to be talked about soon. Mm. Uh, Two thousand nine, and I think this is kind of interesting talking talking point. Uh, Washington State starts the assisted suicide program, or that is legalized, mm-hmm. which is kind of like hot button topic are kind of not kind of controversial honestly mm-hmm. uh mixed reviews on that mixed reviews uh yeah i think, <laughs> I, think that was any not the time, right I think anytime you have a uh situation where you're helping someone kill herself mm-hmm. it's going to be a touchy subject yep touchy touchy subject so basically it's murder Mur- well i don't know it's like, more, it's, like, it's like a moral mm-hmm. thing so it's like accomplice it kinda, a si- okay a suicide is basically murder on yourself mm-hmm. So assisted suicide—that's accomplice, right? Well, to yes, a murder. If you look at it like that, but then you also premeditated. Gotta look, you gotta look at it like it kind of ties in with our villain theme, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like whoa, like <laughs> wow. with like motivations and stuff like that. You know, make us think about it. if I'm sitting there dying and we're I'm not just even, like, we're not. I'm even just like, like yeah, kill me, please. <laughs> you know um, what I mean? But I, knew. you know, I'm suffering and stuff. You guys don't want to see your homie go through that. Mm. You know, it depends. Just. Pull the plug. Just a little boop. Boop, well, boop. I know for the assisted suicide, there were, when it first began, there were certain qualifications or, like, medical requirements for them to actually do it. I know, as the years have gone on, I know there's actually been some, like, younger people that have actually been allowed to do it, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. But, uh, I mean, if they're not going to do it that way, they'll do it another way. Like, it's a really sad way to look at it, but this is the world we live in. Um, it's a messed up place. So not it's, it's, that's you know that's pretty uh not everybody can make it well um mental health it's a thing we need to focus more on it's definitely it definitely american americans need to address i do believe um and well, it's not much better but in 2011 is when the tornado hit joplin missouri and that's kind of you know his home to us because the state of missouri don't really rep it but i mean it's weird how you know Somewhere relatively close can be the. Oh, I thought you like flattened. you didn't rep the tornado. Oh, no <laughs> yeah, shit, you didn't rep, rep it up. <laughs> no, but uh, he said, "Go tornado, fuck Joplin." <laughs> Just kidding, we love Joplin Is in there, here. I feel like a tornado would be like a good like sports team logo, or like a ma- mascot. I don't know. It just, well, it, it's it's just strikes fear. It's just one. It's it's yeah. probably the easiest thing to make in the like drawing. Yeah. Could you imagine paying somebody to make a logo? What about the, like a sport sports team logo? And he said, "Yeah." Tornado. All right. That's, okay, so a hurricane's acceptable, but not a tornado. Hurricane. Have you seen that logo? Cyclones. It's like they, they, whoever did that, cashed out. Had to. Circle. He said, "All right, I'll take my check." Because <laughs> this is some scribbles. Yeah, it's a, it's a hurricane. It's a hurricane. It's a two D hurricane. Yep, take yeah. it or leave it. Hmm. Have you ever seen a hurricane? 
Mm. I have. Yeah. I've been in the center. That's why you're paying me the big money. He said, we found you on Fiverr. This is new. We had yeah. no idea that you were in a hurricane. We just asked you to draw something. Please get out of here. And then he will say, rock me like a hurricane? Yeah. Can we, we'll we move on because okay. that was not what I wanted to go you to. Know, some of them hit, some of them don't. Um, <laughs> actually, ending it, entering into the first topic of nightmares, it's, it's blatantly what it is, what it is. What gives you nightmares? Cree, you want to start this one? What gives me nightmares? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really think there's anything that like I like just give me nightmares. That you can like link that you can link to giving you nightmares. Right, right. Like if I like scary movies, like you know how some people say they watch scary movies give them nightmares. I know my mom has said before that if she falls asleep to like the ID channel, you know, like with all the detective shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that, that gives her nightmares. But it's never been that way for me. I just think it's a subconscious thing for me is just one of those things that just happens which I don't I honestly don't have nightmares very often I have mm-hmm. two nightmares that like I you know remember having mm-hmm. but they still weren't even really nightmares they didn't really scare me they just had me waking up like yo what the fuck mm-hmm. but yeah Jesus Christ yeah we'll yeah. Uh, possibly touching on some of these stories later yes <laughs> oh yeah I don't, for me, like, linking, like, I can say, like, scary movies, not all scary movies make me, but, like, I know that, like, in my nightmares, a lot of, I do link a lot of my stuff to scary movies. Like, I didn't watch the, like, it was a while before I watched, after, like, The Conjuring 2 came out, I had, you know what I mean? I kept seeing, like, the, like, the nun in my dreams, and it used Mm -hmm. to, like, I was like, damn, that, that shit freaked me out. And, like, it didn't freak me out when I first, like, it did when the movie, but it wasn't, like, to the point where I was fucking creeped out at home, but, like, this one one night randomly, I just thought of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, um, I know that, like, if I stay up too late, like, past when I, like, usually go to bed, and then try to stay up later, and then, then crash, that's mm-hmm. when I have probably the nightmares. I don't know why for some reason, but it's always, like, some stuff like that, that, like, either, you know, if I've been taking, like, Benadryl every night and I skip it, or if I take melatonin every night and I skip it and then get mm-hmm. back on it, it'll just make me, I know, have nightmares. You know, usually because usually I, I I can remember the nightmares more than I can remember the good dreams. So I that's see, I, I feel that. Yeah, I well, I mean, I guess you can remember fear a little bit better than mm-hmm. strikes a little harder than whatever happens in your dreams. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to like put a number to it, like dreams I actually remember, it's probably like one every two weeks. Like that's like a, that's like probably like <laughs> shooting kind of high because I most nights it's it's blank for me. And I just usually don't remember them unless it's you know over-the-top awesome or, like, ungodfully. You know, one dream that I did, like, I do remember, not Nightmare, dreamed. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound really weird, but I don't, I don't know where I was. Like, I was on a mall or something, mm-hmm. and this bitch threw it back on me. And I'm telling you right now, that's when puberty hit, bro. <laughs> You're like, oh, I like this. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm I like, like, what this. the fuck? Um, the, honestly, the, my favorite dreams, I mean, it's opposite of nightmares, but we'll, we'll build up to it. I just wanted it's, to throw that back because I remember that was because she threw it back. You wanted to throw it back? No, no, no. <laughs> she threw it back, then I threw it back he, to you. He threw what? it back. Okay, we got it. <laughs> uh, back on us. Gotcha. I'm not going to throw it back on any of you while the mic's on. Okay. <laughs> um, my favorite like dreams I actually remember is, it's, it's going to sound really weird because it should be kind of scary, is like, you ever heard the dreams where you're like falling down a mountain? Or like large jumps at a time, and like you're you know hitting, and you keep going and keep going and keep going. But like, I'm scared to death of like, not heights, but falling to death, mm. which is 
It's probably the same thing, but to me, to we, me, it's not. We we actually talked about like jumping out of buildings today, mm-hmm. and wondering like how far we think we could survive. Mm-hmm. So it was just it's, it's interesting you talk about like the falling and yeah. kind of you know heights and stuff is yeah. like. And I definitely think that the fear of heights and the fear of actually falling are two different. Or maybe they're not two. No, different. No, I think for, for me, I, I I completely like separate the two. I yeah, can separate too. the two. Me too. Because I can go up high. It's the fact of being so close to an edge and like falling mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. creeps me out. Like you're not ever gonna catch me making videos of me going out on buildings and doing like Hardcore. handstands or like you know flips no, on people, the edge. Oh, there's people taking the the hoverboards. Yeah. Not only because I can't do do those things. Bro, I swear to God, there's a video, bro. And I'm telling you, if I was, if I saw that dude and he was like my friend, I'd be like, you're not cool, man. I was like, we're done. This, this is what you're leading me to do. Like he has a cameraman too behind him. So, you know, that cameraman's freaking the fuck out, sweating. Right. right. He's like, I don't get fucking paid enough, man. You're out here. (laughs) He's like, feel like Daredevil and Spider-Man mixed into one. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you fall off this legend, die, I'll be an accomplice. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the video, the video. I'm recording it to bring it back to like the question, like how far could you fall? Like, there's times where I'm walking and I just roll the fuck out of my ankle. So like, it does not take much to like cause extreme bodily harm. So I'll be honest with you, I'm just fucking clumsy. So I'll bro, (laughs) I roll my ankle three times a day, easy, bro. There's a good chance that if I fall, if I decide to fall or jump off of any building Mm -hmm. that is even like the little bit, little bit fucking tall, tall. There's a good chance that I'm probably going to die anyway because I'm not that athletic of a person to be able to, you know, Tuck stick roll, the leg. Well, what I heard is you have to keep the leg straight, put all the impact in your knees. <laughs> yes, it hey, absorb it. It absorbs everything through and the knees. there will be no no other pain. Yeah, because it, it has like that bounce effect yeah. mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. aerolatic. It's the ligament in the knees. Yeah. I heard that there's no way that they can break and they are... Always connected, mm-hmm. right? And the mm-hmm. superhero landing is always a good one if you find yourself falling off. Just plant that knee, plant that fist, boom! Stop all your impact. I you am, throw everything you have into okay, it. Okay, we're done with superhero landings. <laughs> I mean, that's where I. Um, could you imagine just jump out the building and then you just see some fucking and just die on impact trying ooh. to do some stupid ass? Or what? What if they actually landed? Like, oh my god! But another person like Fell comes falling down and kills. Like, you didn't do the landing. That's awful. Um, for me personally. Uh, it's weird because I, you know, I hated scary movies growing up, but now I love them. Um, I give myself like m- like nightmares awake if that makes sense, because like I will overthink the situation, overly creep myself mm-hmm. out. But typically, so you just like almost scare yourself into but nightmares. not into no, but not 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 into dreams. Like for me, like I'll like overthink it before I go to sleep, and like typically never really have too many like mm. uh, issues after it. For me, when I find myself like getting nightmares or. Uh, situations that typically does it is I will like toss and turn or like take take, like a nap during the day and it comes to bedtime or when I want to go to sleep and like I'm like tired but like not tired that you can't fall asleep and so like it's like hours on end where I'm like tossing and turning and then eventually Mm -hmm. I'll fall asleep and then then it's like mine's like alright let's think of some fucked up situations here we go you said time to fuck with them um and then I also know uh if you drink apple juice, I like me some apple juice. It is typically like found in studies that you are more likely to have vivid dreams, like some which, astral projections, like some lucid dream shit. And so, like, I am a man who likes himself some apple juice. So, like, I've have you ever found, had a lucid dream? You ever tr- think about it? 
like controlling one. Yeah, you ever yes, think about? I've, I've done one when I was a little. Oh, you really did. I remember. When I, I was remember. Little. I remember. I've done. I I've thought like I have assumed that I did a one, and I was able to, like I remember, leaving where I was. I had a dream that I was in the bed, but I was able to fly, mm-hmm. and actually like I could I know exactly where I was flying over. Like it wasn't a. I could actually feel like I was the one controlling, like could go anywhere I want with the flying. It was pretty cool. Like I could actually like, like imagine like just me seeing like a Google map and I was able to like just right. drop down anywhere mm-hmm. and I could recognize it. It was cool. Kind of like flying in Minecraft. Yeah, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was wild. So I, it was, uh, I think the astral rejection stuff's kind of cool. The creepy side of it too. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of don't fuck with it yeah because if i see some sleep paralysis demon I, that's that's the last time dog i actually did a project my senior year in high school on like it's like any topic you want to do and i did sleep paralysis <laughs> and like like the sciencey stuff behind is kind of lame but then like the stuff like the stories you hear or i've seen like a it was like a mini short it was like three minutes long of like what a person had personally seen and, like recreated and mm-hmm. it's oh, it's some Creepy. fucked up shit. Like yeah, just like you know, the girl's like you know, you can see her eyes kind of moving on the couch, can't move, and mm. I think it's she's just like watching TV, and I think like something like comes over the edge of the couch, Ooh. and it's like you know, I mean like the blaring music and like <laughs> just playing, and it, it like it gives you the chills because you're just like. It's creepy. Well, uh, yeah. So okay, so my experience with sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. I've never like seen anything, but uh, for me. Like, whenever I would find myself in a, uh, like, a sleep, like, paralysis state, right? Mm-hmm. I definitely got, like, I, but I, I definitely got the sense of, like, a like a presence kind of thing. Ooh. But I don't really know if that was because I was expecting there to be a sleep paralysis demon because mm-hmm. that's what I always heard. And I was just putting that in my head. Or if there actually was, I don't think there was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because for me, I was able to, I'm able to come out of, like, the sleep paralysis thing, like, pretty quickly because all it really takes is just recognizing you're in a sleep paralysis and then just kind of trying to shake your way out of it it sounds stupid but that's literally if it happened to me when i was like laying in bed that's literally what i do i just focus like all my movement into like one part of my body and once you get that one part up you're just you're clear mm-hmm. you're no longer in sleep paralysis have you Brennan, ever like had anything like that like sleep, sleep, sleep no i've never had like paralysis where i couldn't move i've had once that shit would scare the hell Dude, out of it's so I, weird i had it it's weird i think i had a dream i never had it where it scared me you thought you had it in your dream yes okay. and the scary thing is i just the fact that i couldn't do anything scared me the most. It wasn't that I was scared of like something in the room. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that I couldn't. I had to just look. Like I just had to look up the ceiling. Yeah, that's so, all I could look at. You know what I mean? So the best way I can explain how sleep paralysis felt to me was like you know how if you like sit on your leg for too long it goes numb. That pins and needles. It's that, but your whole body. Pins and needles. I knew you were gonna say <laughs> something like that. Um, for mine. Brennan can relate to it. We have family up in North Platte, Nebraska. We have an aunt and uncle, and that, that had a very house that has been. There's been many stories shared between multiple people. Just like they won't, the my our aunt and uncle won't believe us at the taunted. And I don't know why. Many many of the kids have had stories. Everyone, like, everyone, then, everyone that's ever stayed the night that you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Everyone has stories of that place. Please. And luckily, myself, like my like one time was like the sleep paralysis and like it would be this was seth's room I seth's think. room's haunted bro and uh, you're not I the s- only one to have it okay well that, that's reassuring but uh i think i woke up like early like mid-morning and the the 
covers were like perfectly like flat on me. I don't know why I remember that. And I was like almost like in like laying like completely flat like a person in a coffin, mm-hmm. which I never do. Like I always toss and turn. I just remember waking up in the morning like legitimately like, okay, I can't move. And like not like I didn't see shit or nothing was going on, but it was the fact that you know, looking back on it now, it's like, okay, people have seen stuff in the house. This room's really, like, kind of creepy. People have seen stuff, and I just remember I couldn't move. Like, for, I don't know if I, like, made myself go back to sleep or what it was, but I just remember, like, Ooh. I can't move. And then I looking back, I'm like, okay, I'm glad I didn't see some freaky demon shit or my, some little same. kids in the corner. My, my buddy from uh, college that when I was I going to Mid Plains, I told you about that. Mm-hmm. He stayed in that room over Thanksgiving break because I think we were all back here. All the kids were back here. And uh, he told me, I asked him, I was like, hey, how was, I came back, I was like, hey, how was staying at my aunt and uncle's, you know, because they let you stay there. Yeah, man, I don't, I'm never staying there again. And I said, what? And he goes, you didn't tell me that place was fucking haunted. And I was like, it's not. We just, like, you know what I mean? We see some creepy stuff, but I've never, like, said, you can't stay there. And he goes, dude, I stayed in that room, and that was the sesh room. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all I did, I, I remember waking up because I felt somebody sit on my legs. And he goes, I tried to get up, and he's like, I swear to you, somebody was pushing me back to the bed. Would not let me get up. He said, after I fell, like, for the second time, he said, I just went back to sleep. He said, by the time he got up in the morning, he got all of his stuff packed and just went to work and just uh, stayed the the one night in his car till the dorms opened up. Spooky. Damn. See, I've never had any, like, paranormal experience or anything like that ever. Yeah, but that's sleep paralysis. That's not even paranormal. Like, he said that he was, like, he was sitting there, felt the person on his bed, and then when he finally, like, tried to get up, it was, like, back down. Well, if they push him back down, that's paranormal, dude. Mm-hmm. Feel somebody sit on you, that's not sleep paralysis. Sleep you have paralysis. to believe the dude, too. I don't know if I believe him. I believe him. What's his name? I don't know, but I believe him. Well, his name was Liar. So you oh, don't... Man. You believe oh, a liar! Let's go! Oh, man. Um... Continue talking about this. Do you guys have like frequent nightmares, or like I know Chris, you said you don't have very many, but is there any like that come to mind that you the typically one, the deal one, with? one of my nightmares is the frequent ones or frequent ones. Oh, so, oh yeah, you told me about this. So it's the only, it's one of the only frequent dreams that I, I've had more than twice. Like there's been dreams that I've like weird dreams that I've had like more than once, but never had like had them again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they were similar type dreams, right? This one was the same every single time okay and it was uh it was me my family so that would be me my grandma my cousin alicia my dad and my mom okay sister was there or my sister yeah my sister was there so nice and those those are the main group of people that would go on vacations when we go on vacations together and stuff like that so we were like walking onto this island all right and there's like it was a, such a weird island because there wasn't like huts or anything like that there was just like these giant like uh circular like pillar like tower things and that's where the people on this island stayed all right and uh they have like they had like stairs that would like wrap like like uh rope stairs that would like wrap around them you know what i mean mm-hmm. shit like that and this uh, is in your dream right this is in my dream i was like say this is a real place it's crazy yeah so we it was such a weird setup because we would walk we walked through like this big gate like Jurassic Park type gate okay and when we got there Jurassic there Park. was the ocean to the left okay and then like this giant like set of like uh, concrete like um, stadium bleachers right mm-hmm. 
and then to the right was all the big towers, okay? But the one weird thing I thought about this dream was when I looked out onto the bleachers, every person I'd ever met in my life was in these bleachers. Every person I've ever met in my life was in these bleachers. I don't I couldn't tell you every single person. But you just, just knew it right. was. I just knew it was. Like, when I looked and I seen all the faces, I knew it was. There's people swimming in the water, shit like that. And so we're like, okay. So we, you know, take our stuff to the our tower that we're staying in or whatever, to the floor we're staying at. And they're, like, massive. Like, huge, huge, huge you fucking like towers. Like Dubai towers? Like Dubai kind of? towers. Like, massive, okay? Jesus Christ. And, uh... So we do that, and then we go to the bleachers where everybody's at, and we're sitting there, and the it's so it's so it's such a weird setup because like the bleachers are just there, and then there's like a concrete walkway, and then it's the ocean, not like a beach, but the ocean. So the ocean's like right next to so it's like it's like right next to it, right? And deep as fuck, and everybody's just in the ocean swimming well, like it's a normal thing, you know. Well, people do swim in the ocean, right? Oh, well, not like way deep out, like how deep oh, this ocean okay. was. You know what I mean, like it was fucking deep, deep. I thought you said right? like I thought you meant like no one slept in the ocean, like. But uh, so time time goes by. We're all sitting there swimming, and for some reason, I look out towards like out towards the ocean. Okay. And I think it looks pretty because it's just like you just see blue, blue ocean, blue sky. And then some sirens start going off. Okay? And so I look harder and I realize what I'm seeing isn't just blue ocean, blue sky. It's just a big wall, like a wave. wave. Giant mm -hmm. fucking wave, dude. And so everybody is like scrambling, right? And this wave is coming fast as fuck. Like by the time we get to our tower, like the wave has already hit, dude. And like, so we're scrambling, dude. And we're climbing, we're like climbing up this fucking mm -hmm. tower, like trying to get to the top, bro. Cause, and I just remember keep looking down and seeing people get fucking taken out, taken out by this fucking wave. I'm looking over, mm -hmm. seeing them all getting fucking taken out by the fucking wave and shit, climbing up these towers, dude. And we're climbing, we're climbing. And I remember I keep looking down because I'm just watching. I got my sister in front of me, right? Mm -hmm. And then my cousin Alicia in front of me. You push and them then, off and like go up the tower. So we're just, we're just still, we're still climbing. I remember looking down and seeing. My mom, my grandma, my dad, boom, get swept away, bro. And I can feel the water on my ankles, dude. Like, it's coming. And so I, like, shove, like, my cousin, like, Alicia, because my sister's already up to the top. I shove my cousin Alicia up to the top, and I fucking jump up there, dude. And we start, like, so at the top, like, the, all, the, all the towers are, like, connected with, like, these rope bridges. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we're, like, running, trying to get to, like, the fucking tallest main tower, dude, and this Jumanji wave is still... now. Yes, dude. It's, it was so fucking crazy, dude. That's and, why not, I mean, nightmare. They're, it, dude, and so we're climbing, climbing, climbing. And at some... Dude, at some point, my cousin Alicia gets fucking taken out at some point, dude. And... Uh, you have I, the same dream? Yeah, this is the same. This or is, nightmare, you have the this same, is, this is, same, exact this, same yeah, nightmare yeah, every I've time? Had it, I've had it like four times. I haven't had it in like... You probably don't need to go on any vacations. I'll be honest six, with you. I haven't had it in like five or six years, but... Um, Stick to like Canada or something. No, but like... Landlocked. Definitely landlocked. So I don't know I don't know how we got to like... I think it was like on the edge of like this rope bridge, right? Because we made it to the main tower and then we get onto this other rope bridge and we start like running down the rope bridge and there's like this fucking... Uh, like almost like cliff but like forest type shit okay? okay and we're running we're running 
and I, I jumped to get on top of this like cliff, you know, with my sister and shit. And we're the only ones, but just me and my sister, we're the only ones left. Like we're the only two that made it to this point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I jump up there, climb up there, I lay down, and actually in the dream, I like I like pass out, come to, and my sister's gone, and that's the end of the dream. I'm like standing there looking at this cliff, the fucking water has risen behind us. You can only see like tops of the towers, you can see bodies floating everywhere. But then behind me, there's like just like this, like almost like this like luscious like green forest with like streams and like mountains and shit. Are you, de are you describing the plot of Waterworld right now? Is that? I've never seen Waterworld. This is the almost it. the exact plot of Waterworld. I've never seen Waterworld, so. That's wild, though. It's not the exact plot, but it's like pretty close to like. That's what I was like. You said luscious green, and then has like. Water world where they go search for the only piece of land left because the water's taken. Have you never seen Water World? I've never nah. seen it. Oh my gosh. No, nah, I don't think this is like Water World. Have you? You haven't seen Water World. How would you know? Does everybody die in Water World? Well, you, the, the whole world is surrounded by toilets. Fuck. I'm kidding. I kind of want to. It's it. called yeah, Water so, World. So I'm the, just telling so you. The end of my dream. So the end of my dream is basically me standing there looking at this like huge forest area getting ready to like go try to find my sister and you just have like an empty fear feeling yeah that you're it's like, like it's i just, just like, lost everybody this is crazy yeah, and, now, shit. and now my sister's gone the only person i know for sure survived is gone like what the fuck yeah you're the only you're all you know is not yeah just i'm you. just i'm just standing there alone looking at all these fucking bodies of the people i know and shit like that it's just it was weird dude i've had that one but yeah you said how many one, times four like four times that's well what about you um, well, before I, like, even touch on, like, a few, like, because I don't, I don't have reoccurring dreams, but, like, types of dreams I often, like, deal with, it's, like, a body mutilation. I don't know if that makes Ooh, sense. Oh, shit. Like, but, some like, Saul so, stuff? Well, not. Not all kinda, that way? Uh, like, I've had so many dreams where I'm either pulling out my teeth. Ooh. Or, like, permanent, like, bodily injuries, if that makes sense. Ooh. Like, uh, I've had ones where, like, I, like, covered my body in tattoos and, like, like was, like, like. Like screaming, but like absolutely panicking because I'm like I just like ruined my life pretty much because like I'm nothing against if you want to get tattoos ruined your life, but for me it's like I mean I'm covered enough you know, like head to toe in like tattoos and I'm like I can't change this. You're like I, I can't get a job I, I, yeah, now. I, well, like that, but it's just like I've I can't go back. What about if there were cool tattoos though? I don't know. But in, in, the, in the moment, it's just like I'm. It's not like me getting the tattoos. It's just like I know I'm covered in tattoos and like it's just pure panic of like. I don't. This wasn't my choice. I didn't oh, want okay, this. okay, that makes sense. Um, and then it. Common, I thought you were like. I thought you was like more of like a regret thing. Like he got no, it. No, like, it's just fuck like all this. Like no, like, tattoos are cool. Like I, you like, just like waking up and realizing that you're like, who the fuck tattooed my whole body? Pretty much, and it's like I can't go back. And I it, and it's so like combination of like things you can't undo. Like I've had like I can't even like name the number of situations where it's like, uh, you just did something like ungodly like what did I just do rather it's like I hurt somebody or just did something I'm like why the fuck would I do that like it's just like so many things where it's like I can't change what happened and so it's just like I will have to live with this and like in my dream and however short it is it's just like this dread of what's coming or what I can't change in the past mm -hmm. and so like I can't even name how many different ones I've had but like those are the most common like what reoccurring do you, would you say that you're scared of like getting tattooed without like so saying like something like that not ha like so say if somebody like got you and like tattooed you mm -hmm. from head to toe like, in real life mm -hmm. would you like 
freak out like you did in oh, your dream? Oh, my God, yeah. I, I oh, you would not like it. American Horror Story, then Freak Show. Have you watched mm-hmm. it yet? No, not yet. No? Yeah. He will not like that, then, yeah. if that's a legit fear of yours. But, I just want to let you know, because uh, that's pretty sad. Yeah, it's really sad, actually. I think it's, uh, but I think it's just a combination of, like, yeah, like I said, like, not being able to control or, what like, you can re- or realizing that it's too late, like, gone too far, or no matter what I do now, it cannot change what has already happened. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's probably one of the biggest roots of, like, the different nightmares I had. I'll... I'll let you go before I touch on, like, a few highlights. I just, uh, I, um, I don't have, like, I don't think I've ever had really a reoccurring. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like you said, I might, I don't even know if I had types. I just, all I can remember is, like, I just know that, like, I can get scared of whatever. Like, you know, in my nightmares. Like, it just doesn't matter. I know that, uh, I play a lot of, like, horror movies in my head, and I'm, like, not mm. even the main character. I'm a I'm a fucking side character always in the movies. Like wow. you know what I mean. So you die kind of early. On. Well, I'm not. I'm always getting like chased or something like that. I had a full I had a full uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie once like dream. Like I could have swore I could have ro- woke up and wrote a script, mm-hmm. and Jason Voorhees would have been the the killer. He goes, yeah, I can get behind this. But it was wild just because like, and like if the the sucky thing is, do you know like. In dreams, like when you try to throw a punch, mm-hmm. it's like you have no f- no power behind it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you try to run away and it's like quicksand. Yes, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that too. Like that that I like it's a dream. You feel like you're gonna punch like you would in real life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm putting effort in this, and you mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. So that's oh, no. like. I, but like, are, are we talking about specific dreams now? Um, are you the, going the next into one? It was. Pretty much, we're going from frequent to like oh highlighted nightmares. I, well, I got, much. I got, I got two of them. You can go for it. Uh, uh, two of them I can think of. The the very my earliest memory okay. of like a nightmare is because I watched um, the Mummy with my mom and uh, the Scarabs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how they crawl and under your skin. skin. Yep. Oh my god. And um, the part where. Uh, Brendan Fraser skins the dude's arm with a butterfly knife to get the scarab out. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Yes. Scared me. And I know that I had a dream about it. And then the only thing I remember next is, like, my mom shaking me, wake up. And, you know, she's like, what? And he's like, you were screaming, the sca- they're on me, they're on me, the scarabs are on me. So I had a legit, like, nightmare that they crawled and they were under my skin. like, And I remember that being like, that shit fucking... Scary, like, next level nightmare. Like, that's, you know what I mean? When I was this... And the only other one that can really just pinpoint that I felt, like, terrified in, I remember it just being, like, one of my favorite, you know, horror movies, Scream. Mm -hmm. I was in, like, a house, and there was a killer outside kind of, like, stalking me. And, like, I was trying to not let him know that I was, like, in there. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's that scene where she, like, stands up from the couch, and he's, like, standing right there. But, like... I was, like, under the door, and, like, he could, like, look down and see me, and, like, it was just creepy because I could just feel him, like, outside of the door and, like, looking in the window, just looking down at me, and I just remember how, like, I'm like, oh, he knows that I'm, like, hiding right here, Mm -hmm. and he's just, like, staring at me, and, like, that's when, like, I didn't know why I couldn't run. Like, I just, just felt, like, so little that there's, like, mm-hmm. a, just a mass figure outside fear, just, bro. like, yeah, you know what I mean? Frozen in fear. Exactly. That shit scared me. And those are the two that I really remember. Like, and they were real dreams. Like, and the crazy thing is, it's probably, like, I said, 
I probably they probably are triggered by movies, just mm-hmm. not right or, when I yeah. watch them. You know what I mean? It's just when I start getting to think about them or something like that, or really like overanalyze what I watch in movies. So, for some reason, when I was little, because I think at some point, like, I watched the screen movies when I was like younger than five or seen parts of them, whatnot. Because like, kind they're not kind of like overly the top scary at some points if you like really mm-hmm. think about it it's more of like a situational horror like I love Scream but the scene where it's the the movie guy I'm blanking on his name right now the uh, what is his name I'm blanking on his name anyhow he's he's watching the movie you know everyone's either ran off or getting killed he's mm-hmm. like look behind you you know how obvious it is Jamie Kennedy's it, character and he's he's about to get killed from behind mm-hmm. um but I hadn't seen it for like years and for some reason I memorized that scene or like remembered it for some reason it was like flipped horizontally I don't know if that makes any sense at all okay and it was like all like it was gleaming I don't know there was like everything was like white and with like f- like tile of sorts I don't even know if this makes sense but it was like it was like a metallic shiny room okay and instead of a knife he had a, like a fucking like Grimm's Reaper Grim Reaper's like scythe, scythe. oh and he was going to cut, and then for some reason, it was the, you know, uh, oh my goodness, the uh, main girl screaming in the, what was it? One of the girls screams in the, the movie, and, like, you know, he dips out because, like, oh goodness, someone's alive. But I had, like, seen, like, memorized differently than the movie. And it was so weird because I didn't know if that was just, you know, as a kid, like, filling in the blanks and whatnot. Right. Or, make, like, it made it, like, way scarier than it needed to be. Right, yeah, That's the metallic room, that I, sounds it was, weird. It's, it's still kind of creepy. It's so, kind of like the futuristic room from like Spongebob. Yeah, sort of, Chrome, sort of, kind of. When they go to the future. But, uh, so the only other really nightmare that I can remember that I've had was, um, so it was a short one. It was really short because I died. Mm-hmm. Or not died, but I was going to no, die. No, you died. But, uh, so I'm at my grandma's house and me and my dad, it's normal. Like me and my dad just pulled up into my grandma's driveway and we're getting ready to walk up the ramp okay and then i turn around to say something to my dad and he's gone okay and then all of a sudden this hand with a knife starts stabbing through the ramp like up oh. at me so i'm like running and it's like doo, 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 and he catches me right and like where there's like a main artery like right between like where your like leg and like groin meet like right in oh, okay. right in there got me and i remember one of the things that woke me up is because I could feel like the the thickness and the warmth of like the blood, like on Your my penis. legs. Did you pee? You no, no, I didn't pee. I didn't <laughs> but pee. You, but you that, that's what, that's what you felt. And that's like, oh. Because that's what I thought. Because when I woke up, I was like, oh shit, I pissed the bed, but didn't. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. fucking. And that's what really freaked me out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that I felt the thickness of the blood running down my fucking <laughs> leg. You know what I mean? But that other than that. That other that that tsunami one. That tsunami one was. Oh, that was a pretty like, but like the way we all kind of really had different kind of. I didn't expect this. I thought we would all say some like similar uh, like go like. I haven't yeah. even got into mine. That that was just a recreation of like your screen story. I got three quick ones. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, my so bad. Hey, no, go go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, they are all like fairly different. Um, the first one. I actually had to like look it up and like I had to do like because I watched a show at, here at Sharon's. And it, I know it's the reason I had the nightmare because I don't remember, you know, typically having nightmares very often before it. And essentially, the, the gist of like the show was like there's this lady, like police officer, 
and like I, I started watching it midway through, and like she's like, "There's something in the police station." I'm like, well, what the hell is it? And uh, she's like trying to like get cover or whatever, and like this the police officer is like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like, you can trust me, and like he tries to like attack her and kill her. It turns out like it's like a shape shifting like a vampire of sorts, and the girl ends up like locking herself in like a closet room. And like, like ingest a whole bunch of rat poison. So when like this thing came and attacked her, it killed it too. So it died with her. Wow! What a and, it, and so the show was actually called Fear itself. It only had like a season or two on like I think NBC. Okay. It says from like 08 to 09. It was like the fifth episode. And supposedly this had like a really shitting like shitty rating for like that episode. But uh, I had the dream. It was like a it was a twofer. And I don't even know if the first part relates to the second part. And Brennan is the whole reason it starts anyhow Ooh, so we're like we're down in like the ozark swimming and a like godlike not god like godzilla like eight nine foot creature like comes like crawling out of the water and like stands up and it's like it's gonna sound really childish but it's like do you want to like be friends like plainly and i'm like oh it's cool and Brent's like no get out of here i don't want you here go away and it's like you'll pay for this and it just like oh, sinks back in the water oh, he just Oh boy, this dips. And he said, so, and I'm, I'll be well, watching I'm like, you. Why'd you do this? this? And for some reason, like the, the water, like I remember, it, like it started to like turn to like tar for some reason and whatnot. And then like, and like in the scene, and then the next thing I know, it's this guy is like rushing into his apartment. Never, I don't remember what the guy's face looked like. I don't know who it was or who I thought it was, but he like runs into his apartment, and, like he's like visibly like messed up, and like he slams the door and like he looks ill. And as he is, like, running, and it was, like, if, if I could get the shot in a movie, it would be, like, beautifully horrifying. But it's, like, a long, like, horizontal shot as he's walking through the hallway. And as he's walking down the hallway, like, this, like, woman-like serpent, like, comes through the door right behind him and, like, falls him. And so he's, like, sick, and he, like, lays down on his bed, and she comes right over his, like, uh... Not mantle, but like the bed rest or like the mm-hmm. back of the, the back of the headboard. And it comes, like headboard and it just comes through like at the top of it. And he's, she's just like hovering over his face. And she like slowly closes his nose and like breeds like poison in his lungs. And so the dude like is like suffocating and ends up like, you know, choking to death as she's watching. What and I'm, fuck? I am eight years old when I had this dream. And it like it fucked me up. I end up like, oh, can I come sleep with you? And she's like, yeah. And, well, she also has, like, four dogs sleep with her, and I was between her and Doc, so, like, <laughs> dear God, I didn't get any, any more sleep from that. So that was horrifying. Some, like, Edgar um, Allan Poe shit, yeah, man. That's it was wild kind shit, of fucked. dude. Um, and then the other two worth mentioning actually happened, like, I think within, like, the last year. One of them actually happened a few days ago. I'll, I'll end on that one because it is the inspiration for this whole episode. But uh, have you guys ever seen, like, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? Yep. Cool concept. Love the movie. Um I was staying at my girlfriend's house, and I was I maybe watched like 20, 30 minutes of it before I went to bed, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, and in this dream, I, I was the resetter for people, so people would like kill me, and I'd kill them, and they would reset, and you know I wouldn't deal with them because I'm still in this life. And so like um, there's so many people that like have been in my life throughout my year, you know, like kill me like one way or the other, and like I'm like cutting people. Cool. And like one way or the other, and I keep cutting in, and like I'm mostly like cutting throats. That sounds really fucked up, but it is what it is. Give us a shot. And I, d- I didn't have anything, but they're like, kill me. Like they were like begging me to kill them. And my buddy Connor, who I graduated with, like I just like, I hit a feeling in the dream, and I'm like, something's not right. And he's like, kill me. And like, I'm thinking, he's not going to be able to like reset. And I cut him, and like he's like, this doesn't feel right. And like he's like begging me like to stop, and like he's like, I'm dying. And, like, I watch him, like, slowly bleed out. And I know that, like, I fucking killed him. 
and I was like, what the fuck? And then I think I just remember just waking up right after that. Whoa. But it's the fact that, like, I know that he wasn't going he to reset. He wasn't coming back. Yeah. After and all so, these people you killed, he was the one that's not coming back. Yeah. It was the one you knew. And so that, that, that fucked with me, because, like, you know, someone, like, you kill someone, they're just slowly, like, dying in front of you. I could see Chris die. Yeah, yeah. I could, too. I could, too. Yeah, I, I could, could definitely kill him. I could, too. Another episode. That's another episode. Yeah. Um, and then the one that actually inspired this... Um, I uh, went up to uh, Maryville the other day to pick up uh, or drop off books and whatnot. And Dad slept on the bed. I was sleeping on like the little futon because that's what I always sleep on. I couldn't sleep with the shit. And so I went from the futon to like the lazy boy and to eventually the floor. I fell asleep on the floor. And brave it man. Is, thank you. And I actually fell asleep for like three hours. But it is so weird how your body picks up your surrounding things while you were asleep. There was mm-hmm. three fans on, and I'll get to that point in a minute. Why that's important. And in this dream, it was it was really cool. For some reason, I was like Mario characters or something like that. And so like I was able to like the f- like jump around, like fly, bouncing. and it was like really cool. And like this like whole point of this like thing, I don't even know if there was a point to it, was like collect money. Mm-hmm. And like you're, you, I don't know if you're getting upgrades or buying things, but like it's like get money. And like Sam was with me, and I'm getting all these monies and making up monies. And there's a whole <laughs> bunch, there's a whole bunch of people around, and uh, I like I got enough to like end the level or like stop or whatever. And I'm with Sam, and, like, this person comes by and, like, takes, like, this, her, like, amount she, like, collected, like, from her phone or from her wallet. And she starts to, like, go off where absolutely nobody else is. I'm like, hey, stop. And so this woman, like, grabs me by her foot and, like, starts pulling me away. And, like, her face starts to, like, get, like, elongated and, like, overly around. And it is, like, gray. And it is just, like, sinking in. And she ends up, like, uh, biting, like, my foot and whatnot. And, uh, uh, I can, like, feel the blood and whatnot, and, like, it's dripping and yada, yada, yada. And I start hearing this dripping noise. Mm-hmm. Drip. And she stops, and, like, I mean, I can see, like, her dead eyes, and it, it, it is, like, you know, I don't understand. It's paused. And, like, every couple seconds, I keep hearing this drip. And she refuses, like, to do anything. And I end up waking up and sitting up. And because, like, I don't know how long there was, like, nothing going on after, like, she, like, stopped attacking me. And uh, I have, like, a AC unit in my window, and it was dripping water. And I can just, instead, I, like, imagined the blood coming from my foot Ooh. being the dripping. I could just kept hearing. And so I wake up, and I keep hearing this drip. And so when I wake up, I was just like, I got to find a way to, like, move it around. But, like, that gave me the, like, heebie-jeebie. That's, oh, that's yeah. a... That would freak me out. That's but a quick turn, though, from... Uh, Mario World to Sinking Grey Woman. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was... You had some fucked up journey dreams. Now. I, I thought mine was nice, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, fucking shit, bro. They're all fucking... I don't know, either one of them. I couldn't imagine, like, natural disasters, though. It's, like, one of those, like, actual rational fears. One. Well, I think I think that one. It's has... a rational fear, though. Like it really is. Yeah, like, but, could you imagine? Well, see, I'm not really scared of the ocean though, because I've been on cruises and out. I, I mean, I've been in the ocean. ocean. I'm still scared of the ocean though. I think mine has to do with being alone. You know what I mean? Because that was the that was the only point I was really scared in that dream. You know what I mean? Everything said, else. Fuck my family. Well, no, everything else was just like survival. Got to get my family to safety. You know what I mean? And. You're the only one left. I was the only one left standing at the end. Come here. I'll give you a hug, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Do you want to hear a kind of an odd interpretation of what I actually got from your story? Mm-hmm. So, like, in this story... It's, it's Waterworld. Waterworld. Yeah. You are the only one that survives. Everyone else dies. Everyone around you knew was in the story. 
yet in the end you are the only one that lives and makes it to like this forest mm-hmm. and it tells me that like it makes me feel like you are the only one capable of getting to where you're going if that no, makes yeah, no one shit. Else. that's some deep shit Jason that, like, I, I'm sure there's a couple of different ways you could look at it but that's like that's kind of how I'm saying it hmm. look at that babe. damn just had to throw that on me right in the middle of the potty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I will go okay. ahead and tweet that. <laughs> um, I think that's going to wrap up our nightmare section. And yeah. that brings us to the fact of the day. <laughs> Actually, not a fact at all. This is a story, and it kind of it goes with the nightmare because it's just a fucked up situation. And Are I'm you pro- telling a story? or is this it, just... it is a short little blurb, and we'll tell you what happens. Probably discuss for. That's all right. Is this a real story? This happened. This I, happened. I can't okay. give you the exact yearage, but the, from it showed me the pictures of this couple, and it looked like it was either late eighties, early nineties. Okay. So the couple's name was uh, Tom and Eileen Lonergan. Some I'm, I'm probably butchering that, but they were uh, like a young couple uh, from Louisiana, and they went on a uh, scuba trip to Australia. Ooh, and dangerous they, place. And they went. Uh, and like a coral reef and whatnot in like the middle of the ocean because the coral reefs go so far outside of like a, the actual Australia coast and they had a group of people with them and the boat got everyone back on the on board and left them and by the time they realized that they left the two by the time they came back they like never found their bodies I wonder so that... they were in the wide open ocean is Don't... that what that that, base that, that movie it was called Deep Blue or something like that? No, Deep Blue's about the shark. Oh, well, there's a, there's a movie. Yeah, I know what you're the, talking the, about. That, 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 so that must be based off that. Oh, that, do you, do you uh, that was, uh, what movie was it called? Because it was a real thing. They got left. They got left. In the middle of the ocean. And it was a really boring movie because it was just basically. Them two in the middle of the ocean. Them two in the middle of the ocean the whole time. And I think the, doesn't the husband like get eaten by a shark or attacked by a shark and he bleeds out or something? This might not even be anything what you're talking about, but this sounds what it reminds me of, the movie. I couldn't tell you. That would be fucking like, terrifying. I just found that story and I'm like, that's fucked up. That would be like, fucking terrifying. Never to be found again because it's the fucking ocean. Think <laughs> about like people getting uh, trapped in caves. Mm. And and knowing that they're trapped in there can never get out never or like out. like those boys in like the seventies and Hannibal like trapped yeah in mines and stuff like think about that there's no way to get in there possible and you're just you know what I mean well well I mean there's possible there's a possible way to get in there it's just if you collapse keep, yeah the thing is if you keep going and keep going and keep going in a cave you. You know, I'm take talking about it. I'm talking. I'm talking about. Uh, oh, you're talking about like if you get trapped in a cave. Crave, like yeah, caved in. I mean, like that. yeah, lost. But I'm talking about like getting caved in with suck ass. Well, imagine how fucking worse fucking getting lost. But like I said, be. caved in because like. There's no way. Out. There's like, you can like think about that. We watched that one show. Think you could hear people like hear them yelling. You just can't do anything. Well, see, for me, I think I would rather. I think I would rather be trapped like that and know that this is probably where I'm going to die rather be than like be running around cave. blindly in a cave. Mm. Oh, my God, which way did I go? Mm-mm. It's so dark. I can't see anything and just getting lost and lost and lost. And then eventually I'm just sitting there like, fuck. If I'd I, at least have to... I'd, I'd have not being trapped because, like, hope gives you at least a little bit more survival-like chance. See, if, if I knew I was going to die, which I guess in the caves you technically would have a chance, <coughs> but I would... I, I couldn't do the caves. Because it's likely I can't don't have any sorts of lights, mm-hmm. so I'm aimlessly wandering. And I like with, well, I, I would have that sort of light. Chance. Like I'm not in a cave without a light, though. But I'm saying, I mean, like, your phone, eventually, your phone battery's only gonna. I'm. This is saying like like those boys who had caves. You know, what I mean? I'm sure they went in there with flashlights, but that battery's only gonna last you so long. 
when you're trapped or when you're you know when you're lost in a cave and you're trying to find your way and back those, those and then it eventually goes down. what's that what's that what's that shake shake weight the shake uh flashlight do you remember that oh you snap it and no it's a it I was an old wine no there's a there's one one there was an old like infomercial like you know what i mean like trying to sell us and it was a light that powered by you had to shake it like that's how you charged it was shaking it because it slid back and forth and the friction caused. Damn, I never. I, never I remember. I remember it being like durable. That's what it like. They advertise. Oh, it's like the most durable Run, light. Over it with cars and yeah. Shit. I remember. Our, I think pops got it for us. Mm-hmm. I dropped it out of the car. It broke. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So durable. But I mean, you didn't get trapped in a cave. So yeah. thank God, because if I would have dropped it, it would have been the shittiest thing ever. Yeah, but can you imagine getting trapped in, like, the Hannibal Cave and, like, falling in, like, one of the holes or something like that? And well, I'd never go in the Hannibal Cave by myself, but... That so, no, reach. I couldn't imagine that. I could. No, the fact... I had a, when I first went there, I for sure... Like, I was like, what about if I just got lost in here? No. Dude, I think there's still, like, a bunch of food in that cave from, like, the 50s when they were stocking it for, like... When they thought the world was gonna go into, like, nuclear war and shit. Uh, they always told that story about the Hannibal Cave, about the, how that dude kept his uh, daughter alive in the back of the cave, like in this tank. Hmm. Is that a real story? I don't know if it's a real true story, but that's something they would always tell. Some like some scientist like lost his daughter, and he was like he like kept like basically like kept her in like formaldehyde or some shit, like in the back of this cave where it was cool, where it could keep her body cool. And shit like that until he found a way to save her. her. Back. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's. Is that like something in high school you guys used to tell? Is no, that like one no, of those? No. So it was like. I don't. I don't remember if they tell you that on the. I, actually, dude, I think they do tell you that on the. The infomercial video. No, no not on that. The video that they talk about. Talking about Mark Twain. Talk right? about the Mark Twain cave. Yeah, the video they show. But what are you talking about? No, this is when we're actually in the cave doing the tour, and we stand there and spot. Well, the tour, like, the you watch a video first. So I thought that's what you meant. No, no, no. This was like. On the tour. Guides. Right, guides. So, I mean, it could very be, very well be, like, a made-up story. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I've never but, heard that but, story from the tour, guys. I've only heard, like, I don't even remember the story. Didn't, like, Jesse James hide in those caves at Yeah, one his, signature, like his signature. His signature. Signature's in there. That's a big thing. Big selling point for them. I, we're off the, yeah, I'm off the cave subject. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're good. Um, we're going to flip from nightmares to villains now, you know. I'm going to flip. Spooky. But like I feel like these are things that can kind of go hand in hand, you know, like the uneasy like feelings that bring with them, or like you know, I just felt like that they went really hand in hand. And so there's like, a reason they're villains, you know yeah. what I mean? Villains cause nightmares. Mm-hmm. So do ex-wives. Yes, they do. I, I wouldn't know. None of us would know. We never married. I'll be fra- <laughs> faithful forever. All right. So to start with like the whole discussion with villains. Uh, I decided to, like, look up, like, what makes a good villain? What are, like, the best qualities? What, you know, personally, what do I think makes the best mm-hmm. villain on top of that? And so I decided, like, I narrowed it down to four separate uh, qualities. qualities of sorts. And I'll, I'm, this is no particular order, but between the three of us, we're going to rank them. We're going to start from the bottom, work our way up, okay. uh, discuss what we think matters the most. Uh, the first one is either going to be motivation or evil intention. You know, why do they do it? What makes them the way they do it? Why do they want to hurt people or have such a devastating plan? Uh, the second one would be power impact. How many people can they hurt? How much effect can they have on those around them, the environment, or the situation they're in? Next, uh, how smart are they? 
pretty simple, you know. Are they a smart villain? Do they know how to manipulate others? Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. And lastly, the, their character, their overall personality uh, makes them who they are. Okay. Easy as that. Um, we'll start off with four. Who wants to go first? I'll go ahead and take this one. So you said we'll start off with four. So this yep, is so the least, least thing. Im- least important. So the least important thing for me would be smarts. Because okay. I feel like... If you're a super, if you're a villain, if you're considered a super villain, you've already got those smarts. You know what I mean? You're already there. So I just feel like that's a thing all villains really have in common. You yeah. know what I mean? Are just being smart, knowing what they're playing, how to act on it, and stuff and shit like that. You know what I mean? You want to go on this one, Brennan? Next, what's your four? Oh, four? Yep. Oh, mine would be smarts too, for sure. Okay. It's but my thing on the smarts is like. See, here's what's different. Like, I, I just don't believe a villain has to be smart mm-hmm. to be a villain. Okay. I mean, there can be people that just want chaos mm-hmm. that don't even have to be smart. They just know how to ensue chaos. And they know that chaos breeds more chaos. You know? Well, would, let me put up an argument point to that real quick. Would you think that, like... Wouldn't that take some kind of smarts, though, to be able to I manipulate I, people and to ensue chaos? It depends. I think I think anybody's capable of chaos. So it doesn't really matter, like, how smart you are. Chaos is, like, an actual factor. Fear, like, a, you know what I mean? You could say that. They have some smart because they're humans, obviously. But, like, I think anybody is, po- like, can chaos. Anybody can be evil. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They don't have to be smart. And I think of okay, yeah, you know true, what I mean. True, true. Like not every not every evil person can can be smart. Right. So that's what I, and that's what I kind of base my villain is because like villains are typically evil. Evil, yep. Or you know what I mean? Or just downright like not you know. Right. So you're you're not the villain, moral. Your villain you were looking at is less of like a movie villain more of like a real life general, general well villain. it could be a minute you know I mean? no like, I, like, I, a, like a ted bundy or like oh you know, no it, could, like that well, just... it, it does but like i mean it could apply to movies too i can i can watch a movie that has nothing to do with like i can watch a movie about some psycho that like is crazy psycho killer yeah and like he could be a good villain you know mm-hmm. we'll talk about the other things but like he doesn't have to be. I don't have to see this dude. He simply just could be a killer. Right. That's what I'm saying. He could like, like I don't Jason, like a yeah. Jason Voorhees. That's or that's Mike that's, that's why not necessarily smart. Other than they are menacing and chaotic. I got exactly. you. Exactly. That's saying. why I do it. That's see what, what you're saying. saying. Okay. That's good. All right, we're gonna have a little variation here, and like I fully understand your points behind that, but mm-hmm. I'll build up to my that's like, fine. That's point fine. for that later. I actually went with power and impact. Okay. For my fourth, and it kind of touches with like what you said for a psycho killer. Uh, so, like, even for Scream, these are just high school kids killing other high school kids mm-hmm. on, like, a worldwide, like, spectrum that is nothing. Mm-hmm. The impact they really had affects one town, one town only. Right. So, for my, when I'm thinking of a villain or, you know, a killer of sorts, it doesn't have, they don't have to kill a lot of people. They simply, but, you know, the effect they have for me, like, with building, like, this, per, like, villain, if even if they're smecting, if affecting such a small party... Right. I don't think they need, like, that's okay. So I just think there's a few other ones that can rank higher. Mm-hmm. I can completely understand if there's, a like, a villain that wants to affect a larger thing where that's going to be more important. But if I'm crafting my own villain or, like, what I think is most important, I think this is going to come lower on the okay. standings for me. Okay. That's All good. Right. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, what are we on now? Um, and then number three, I guess I'll yep. start it off. I did a motivational motivation and evil intention. Okay. Number three. Um, the main thing here is 
my personal like favorite of a villain or like idea of the villain is well why do they do it mm-hmm. the best ones don't have a reason for me because that that's the really? most fucked up for me is they simply do it because they can and like for me as a person i personally think like a big thing i often have to tell myself is just because because you can don't like i'm not i'm not trying to kill people or whatnot but that's that's a thing i often like try to live by so the, the fact for me like you know, it's cool to have a good background story. It's good, good to have, uh, you know, reasons why you do that. But uh, that, that's why I think I'm going to stick with um, motivations, evil intentions are going to be my number three. Well, my number three would probably just be the impact of power. Mm-hmm. Kind of for the same reason. I, to make a good villain, like, like you said, like impact and power, like, you could, he could do whatever he, like, I think a good villain has to affect one person and one person mm-hmm. only to really do what, do his job. Like, it is supposed to make, you know what I mean, fear. That's, you know, use that kind of against him. So I think, like, if, if, if he has the ability to, the, if, if, if he's just menacing, mm-hmm. I don't care if he affects, you know, just the, the five supporting cast in a movie. Or if he's trying to take over the world, like that doesn't, like it, it, it's it's it, it's not important to me how much he's trying to impact. It's the other stuff, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what he puts in mm-hmm. to make his impact happen. Does that make sense? So like so so the others. So like think about that. The smarts don't matter, but like our other two, I think that those two rank higher because of who the per, who the person is. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm thinking about a villain, mm-hmm. so like their motivation, we talked about one, and mm-hmm. the, well, the other one was the uh, character personality, yes. right? Mm-hmm. I just think if I want a villain, the motivation and the character is like the wor- the the thing. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's what scares you. But then knowing the final plan, you know, it may give you hope to like you know what I mean? But like. Knowing somebody that doesn't have, like, you don't know anything about mm. makes it scarier. So not knowing intention. So I don't care about the impact of a killer. Mm-hmm. Knowing if it has anything. that If the, those first two come ahead of it, I'm going to, I think that's just more important. Like, I just don't think we have to really worry about what they're doing as long as, like, what they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me... I also had power and pain, or power and impacts as my Three. third, but uh, for me the impact is a little bit more important because you don't have to be that powerful to have a big impact. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite villains, like in the MCU, is Helmet Zemo. He had ne- no powers, next to no powers at all, but he still manipulated his way into breaking up the Avengers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that was a, that's a pretty big impact. So to me, the impact is a little bit more important than how powerful they are. If that makes any sense. Yep, I can get beyond that. Do you want to go ahead and pick up your number two there? Yeah. Okay. So my number two would be the char- the character personality. You know okay. what I mean? So obviously the villain, you want to be, you know, terrified or not really terrified, but you want to, like, when you see a villain, you want to know that shit's about to go down with this guy. You know what I mean? When this person walks on the screen, shit's about to go down. Okay, and you uh, they they gotta be hateable. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta love to hate this person. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? That's why I think uh, the like the some of the MCU villains are are the best. You know what I mean? Because like you can you can you can love to hate them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that would be mine. My my uh, second would be like character and personality. I think mine would probably be motivation next. Okay. Because to m- motivation is just like it, like it's so high because like you know you're because you, you ranked motivation higher. You mm-hmm. said um, it just they can have no motivation. It doesn't matter than than the first one because obviously my first one's like personality and characteristics. Mm-hmm. I just believe that like the motivation isn't isn't as high as the character like the personality. Mm-hmm. I I think that you can have somebody that is that can have fear, can be the menacing type. That that what's his motivation? Like oh that's just his motivation. He just wants to kill kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, like uh, that's fine as long as he's scary. That's that the, his motivation's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? But I'm not having. You know what I mean? Fucking PewDiePie out here fucking stabbing people. I'm not going to be scared because, you know, his motivation might be something crazy, but, like, I can't get into him if he's not, if his personality is just not a villain type to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you can try to be villain, but, like, there are people that you can tell that are just evil. Mm -hmm. So that's why I have motivation, too. I have personality, one, for sure. And... Do you have character or personality as one as well? No, he no. has okay, opposite. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, well, my number two, you guys had smarts all over. I end up putting it at number two. And my thoughts for a villain is I can completely understand the, you know, you ha- you don't need a plan or have to have any smarts to cause harm or hurt people. But for me, especially like in any type of uh, movie or situation where, you know, there is someone that is threatening. It's the fact that this is going to sound kind of like kind of corny or cheesy. It's the fact that for in a two-hour movie for an hour and a half, they are either continuously one step ahead or doing something that continuously you know makes you do something mm-hmm. else. So it's the fact that you know for me, if I'm crafting it, of course, smarts. You know, the better villain, the smarter they're going to be. But even even in like some like the, the lower character uh, people. Often, like these villains in which we encounter, have either before the movie takes place, it, it's set that like they have killed people before, or they've done this before. Mm-hmm. So it's a simple fact that even though they are a redneck slasher chainsaw guy, it's the fact that they have killed people before and gotten away with it. Mm-hmm. And rather, they are smart themselves, or the, the community they surround themselves with. It's a the one way or the other. It may be simple, but the fact that they've done it before and can continue to do it, you know, but deciding if, like, the character beats them and whatnot. That's why I think smarts plays a little more of a higher level into mm-hmm. it, even if they're not smart. Right. It's the fact that what they do works one way or the mm-hmm. other. So that's why I have that number two. Okay. And me and you both have character one. Yeah, I'll, yeah I like that. Um, I'll say, like, if you want a good villain... You either have to be super like hateable or super likable. Right. As a villain, that's it's kind of weird, but the same thing you like, lo- you know, love to hate something. Mm-hmm. So, King Joffrey. I, I, I'll say, I'll say, King like Joffrey. Uh, King Joffrey for sure. I'll also we got a next point. I, I don't want to like hint too much at it, but 
any character rather is an protagonist or antagonist. The character makes them who they are, makes exactly. the story what it is. So yeah, so, so. you're obviously going to be putting the character first because like that is a main quality for me in just anything mm-hmm. is who somebody is. So that's why obviously I look at that and then then we can break down the rest to kind of compile what what we want. Yeah, and I if like you that. can have a perfect plot and a, a perfect setup, a perfect ending, if you don't have the characters implement it correctly it's bland or it just fails to fall through Mm -hmm. so that's why i think me and brennan both see that as number one Mm -hmm. yeah i totally i totally get that and that's why mine's number two like my number one and number two could honestly be tied for number one you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yep but for me motivation is key like for me i don't really get anything anymore out of just the the i'm gonna kill people because i want to yep you know what i mean i don't get anything out of that like Oh, okay, I get it. You just like to kill people, right? To me, the purpose and motivation behind a villain is is what's terrifying. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like, and I, I, my, my favorite type of villain is the type of villain that makes you think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Has a point to prove, and it's not that, like, he's making good mm-hmm. points. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, Helmut Zemo, he is trying to get revenge for his, you know family that was killed during age of ultron right mm-hmm. that was his motivation through the whole thing okay you can see that side you know what i mean he's trying to prove a point that the avengers are not as good as what everybody's making them out to be okay as he's killing multiple people as to he, this. yes exactly exactly <clears throat> thanos you know what i mean his whole thing he's wanting to stop all these worlds in the universe from suffering the same fate of his planet all right mm-hmm. killmonger he's wanting to show you know, the people of Wakanda, that all this technology that they have, you know, they're being selfish. You know, they've got brothers and sisters out the world that are dying, that they could help. They could help all the world, You know what I mean? So if a villain can make you think, like, oh, he's getting a good point, I can kind of see where he's coming from, Mm -hmm. to me, that's good. But the evil intention has to, is what sets it uh, apart. You know what I mean? Has Mm -hmm. to be what sets you apart from siding with the villain. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, how they were going about it. Like like you said, Helmut Zemo killing all the people, killing Black Panther's dad, blowing shit up, trying to frame Blunky, or Bucky. That's not good. Thanos trying to just kill half of everything. That's not good. So, to me, the motivation that drives the villain is, is key for key. me. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like sure. I, I want to be able to feel where they're coming from other than they're just out here being senseless killers. You know what I mean? Um, that's honestly like a perfect jump point. You might have already made your point for it, but uh, the next talking point is what truly makes a villain unique. And I think you've already you already yeah. answered that perfectly. Um, that was actually yeah. Like that's to be honest with you, that's a, that that's how I feel about it. It's just that's why I'm saying the character and the motivation thing. They could honestly be tied for first because like they're both equally important. Like you said, but the reason I said characteristics and personality below is because you can have a non-menacing villain like Kevin Spacey's character from the movie 7. You know what I mean? And then uh, or um, you know like I said like five times already Helmut Zemo. He wasn't mm-hmm. that menacing of a looking dude. You know what I mean? Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey's character is not that menace or menacing of a dude but their motivation and their evil intent is what makes them scary. scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, like like I said, if you put all that together, it's uh, 
It's somebody that you 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 know that's just wh- whatever they do. It's not like for in good intention. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's making you feel like you're helpless. Like those are the best characters. Mm-hmm. Like how, why why is this person doing this? Why why you know what I mean? Why are they why why are they this way? Why can't I ever get anything across? Why do they you, you know, it's a good villain I think does make people question like you said, you know, is it why is this is this guy doing this for you know personal gain? Mm-hmm. Is he trying to get back? But like you know, that's where that personality comes from. If you have a villain that just ho- so hard to read, mm-hmm. and like the like the Joker and the Dark Knight, I know it's so overplayed and over cheesy, but like think about it. You don't know anything about this dude, mm-hmm. and then you find out that the dude, you know, the the famous line, "Some men just want to watch the world burn," he was just doing it because he could. Because he could. Yep. Because he could. Yeah. Like that. That was it. And the dude, the dude was sitting here. He was in a clown mask. You know what I mean? Like, or a clown paint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, you know how terrifying that, like, and he was just, you know what I mean? Just making people go psycho. He was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was basically giving a loaded gun to people. You know what I mean? Like the people that were unstable. Mm-hmm. Like that was what was scary about him. You know what I mean? So, so he just, that, that embodies a good villain for me. Like, even if it's the cheesiest thing ever, but like you could look at that movie, you could look at that movie, look at that villain, and I think you could base almost what we just talked about, and you could get your perfect villain just by looking at that and just taking what he like what Heath Ledger does, just writing it all down, and you could probably just take that villain and put him in a, a, a movie, mm-hmm. and he'd still be menacing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like the same premise as Batman, mm-hmm. but like how how he what like acts. Doing. Yes, exactly. I think that's true. Like the the perfect kind of villain. So yep. I think Heath Ledger did a good job of sh- representing it for like visual. For like moviegoers and people like you know what I mean, so that's why Darth Maul is one of my favorite villains too because he is just when you first see him in Phantom Menace, he's just menacing. You know what I mean? He's got no other no motivation. He's got yeah. yeah, he's got no other motivation other than to kill Jedi, mm-hmm. right? And and he just he just looks menacing, so he carries that part with him. So um, I'll I'll do a two for one here, connecting the next question. Well, the next question it is. What is your favorite villain or antagonist, and what? And like, I don't know if you guys already covered your. Uh, I'll I'll reiterate it, Mm -hmm. but anyhow. So what? I'll go to the first point. What makes a villain unique? Um, For me, it's you can't help but root for them. I don't know if that makes sense at all. No, it it, it goes back to that motivation thing. And and you, you want to see in in movies like that, you want to see a battle. Mm -hmm. You don't want to see the upper hand on either one. You want to know. You want to. You want it to come down to. These are two evenly matched people. What's gonna happen? One's you know good, what I mean? One's evil. One's doing it for revenge. One's doing it for the sake of humanity. Yeah, type exactly. Shit. And then that's that's good. Yeah. So. And for me, so it, it's rather it's seeing how far that they will go. Uh, to me, it almost it almost re- earns a respect. And like I don't know, the characters aren't real, but it's the actions they take within a story, mm-hmm. rather to either just simply show how messed up they are or what they're willing to do to achieve their end goal. Uh, makes them truly unique to me so it's their passion within like to be fucked up or to do what they want and for me uh the perfect one for that or my favorite villain or antagonist even though he's the main character of the movie it's actually going to be patrick bateman from american psycho um Mm -hmm. and i love the whole thing beautiful it was one of my beautiful one of my favorite movies 
And it's the fact that the main guy that you're technically rooting for is the main cause of all the problems in the movie. The dude's a terrible person, kills people, or supposedly he does. You don't know what's mm-hmm. real and what's not real. But it's, I'm rooting against him at one point because, you know, there's things you don't like about him. But at the same time, he just continuously keeps either killing people or getting away with it in sorts and it, it just it, it is it is just multiplying and it's, it's you know it's a snowball effect and it's like oh my god and you know at the very end he supposedly gets captured but the knock is like it, it's all in his head and it's the fact that like oh my god he got away with this but at the same time him not knowing he doesn't even know how obsessed he is with his own issues or addictions mm-hmm. with his, his fucked up mind mm-hmm. and yeah. so to me that that makes him my my, my favorite character or villain or antagonist right yep okay so i touched on i will i yeah well i mean i've already said their names but i i have you know two uh my number one would be thanos Mm -hmm. you know what i mean his whole like i said his whole motivation with wanting to you know save the universe from suffering the same way his planet did Mm -hmm. to me you know what i mean i get that i get that you know what i mean it's just how he went about doing it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and I think any time you have a villain who can beat your hero at some point, I think that's I think that's awesome. And that's why another one of my favorites up there is Helmut Zemo from Civil War. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he his motive his motivations was just trying to get revenge, you know, for his family and showing the world that the Avengers aren't as good as, you know, they think. And how he goes about doing that, splitting up the Avengers is just he, he basically won you know what I mean even though he got caught he did what he set out to do and he was victorious same mission, with, mission accomplished same, same yeah. with Thanos he did what he set out to do and in a thing like touching on Thanos it's one of those things they didn't have to force it is a thing you can respect his power mm-hmm. he did what he needed to to get there where it's not like I mean the whole crowd was you know shock and awe when he actually accomplished what he needed to do but at spoilers. the same time yeah, yeah sorry spoilers spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. Um, but it's the fact that he did it, and it's like he. The surprise was it actually happened, not that he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Because you knew that he was very capable yes. of doing it. Like when you see the, that's the crazy thing. We literally didn't see him. That's why I think he was is one of the best villains ever because we didn't see him in the in in a a movie forever. But when mm-hmm. we did see him, we knew what the fuck he was about. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. We knew as soon as we saw him. We're like, oh fuck, that's the guy. Game on. Um, besides like the Joker, because it's an obvious mm-hmm. one. I have, I have two others. I really, I really do enjoy. Um, like Norman Bates, like looking at like how in the original, mm-hmm. yep, Psycho, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yeah, Vince um, Vaughn. What? Vince Vaughn. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, the way he plays, like, just this frail man. The scared, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You just just don't notice it, but you can tell. This is the, like there's something about Norman Bates that you're just like, I wouldn't want to, you know, you know, it's just so unsettling. You know what I mean? This like, and then finding out that you know, it wasn't even his mom. You know, he was he was the psycho. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No pun intended, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but like he was scary because of like. Like the mystery behind him really, got, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did it for me, so it was just, and the, the the reveal is always classic. But like, my second favorite is like, we talked about those villains that 
we love, right? You know, we have those low keys in the MCU. You know what I mean? That people <laughs> like um, Sasuke Uchiha from Naruto. Mm-hmm. I fucking you know he he without giving away too much, like he become he becomes like you you grow up with him in Naruto. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. part of part part of the like you learn to love him, but then he turns bad, and it's just the way he goes about and the way he acts. Like it, it, it's the point where you're like you're pissed off that he's acting like that because it feels like you lost a family member. Like it just flips the script on you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 like seeing your best friend be kind of evil, and that's and then that's why I like Naruto so much because like two best friends you know equal in strength. You know what I mean. One two different motivations. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I the way Sasuke is the way he's cold calculated. You know what I mean. Always you know always trying always knowing what to do. It's it's scary. So, uh, one more to touch on, and it's actually like the complete opposite of the things like I said I liked initially. <laughs> it's because you know you want to root for the villains in the most part, but occasionally there are villains you just hate so much, like you love them. I don't know if that makes yeah. It's it's completely against everything I just said. But I was looking through some different movies. And I'm like you know people I like don't like it as much as I don't like the guy. It is combination of an actor played it very well. But uh, from Gladiator is that Commodus, played oh, by Walking yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix played good could job. not stand the guy. But it's the fact Walking Phoenix plays a good villain. He played it so well. Of, yes. He played such a hateable character, but like at the same time, even though that's not typically what I look for, he he executed killed it. it. He killed it because the character and his father. Um, ha! Spoiler. <laughs> but uh, I, that was just a little. I throw an honorable mention. Yep. In there right, for yeah. for a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously, from fucking Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones, beautiful, beautiful villain. Menacing. Like, and she made it all the way through to the very end, man. You wanted that bitch to die. She did. You wanted her to die season one, man. Yeah, you wanted her dead, bro. And that bitch went every fucking episode. Are you kidding me? Evil, bro. That was a good villain, though. It made me hate her. You know, I hated Joffrey, but, like, seriously, was a bitch, yeah. man. Joffrey's one of those ones that you see and you just immediately get that mm-hmm. annoying hate. But, yeah, sense. that was just my honorable mention. I had you got any one? Like, no, one no. One I mean, there. I would have said Fuck any. the Lannisters. Yeah, I would have said any. Tyrion yeah. King, you know, he's the homie. Yeah. Yep. Um, typically, this is where we'd end up with, I'd have, like, something funny read up and whatnot. But we actually kind of have a special announcement. I have not even told Crendon. Uh, Crendon? That's Brendan and Briss. Crendon and Briss. Uh, Brendan and Chris. Because, uh, I, like I said, I, I leave the last segment for, like, me. Leave them surprised. It's either something funny or whatnot. Uh, we're trying different things here. We're trying something new. And uh, one thing we're trying uh, to include or involve is uh, viewer interaction or better involvement. Uh, things to improve our fan base. And we are actually going to have a autographed t-shirt giveaway whoa the whole crew will have a signed t-shirt with our faces on it and you'll have a chance to win it oh i'm I'm funding this the full 15 dollars can we win this ourselves um we'll talk about it after the show um (laughs) jace got his shirts yeah he got his shirts but uh if and if possible I'll, i'll talk how you can win it uh along with the autographed shirts with our faces on it uh, we can arrange a meet and greet if it's within reason. Because I know there's a few listeners that's a little bit out of the area. If we can't can't arrange it, can't arrange it. But if right. possible, talking to you, we will we will, yeah, we will have an arranged meet and greet. And C so, and D, C and D. <laughs> and so the main rules to apply: you must be following us both on SoundCloud and Twitter. Shout out to Howard's. Howard's. 
Um, and if you have, if you just created SoundCloud, because I know a few of us didn't even have an account not too long ago, uh, make sure to have either a profile picture or some recognizable uh, name in it. Don't just have a username with a whole bunch of numbers. You know, it helps everybody else if you just get it done, but it also helps us. So we're helping you help us, if that makes sense. Um, and throw, yeah, just throw a profile picture on there. It's not hard. It doesn't, it doesn't have to you be You don't even have to have a user. If you just a recognizable face. Just something to give us because we, we need to know you're on both platforms. It, it just helps everything out. Um, and then we are also going to have a like the sweepstakes or the special, uh, like the tweet to recognize us. You either have to like, retweet, or comment. Just something. So we know you actually listen to the episode you want to enter, you know, not just simply just because you're following. We want right. to make sure you're an active follower. And you can actually get multiple entries, uh, commenting, liking, or retweeting. All those are worth one. But for every person you either uh, recommend to the show, and all they have to do is throw your name in the comments one way or the other, mm-hmm. that is a, another entry. Mm-hmm. And there's no limit on it. You know, more the merrier for us. And if people like the show, they like the show. If so, they don't, fuck them, because yep. we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we but care a little bit. A yeah. little bit. We, we, we hope everybody has fun. I here, hope but Kevin Smith funds us one day. One day. He'll have so me on the Fat Man podcast. I look forward to that. I do, too. So we'll make it a lottery of sorts. Um, we will be getting up the tweet very soon for anybody to comment and so on. Uh, this will go on, let's say, today is the... We started this on the 22nd. Uh to enter for the lottery or the sweepstakes, we'll say the 27th. Oh. By, by the midnight on the 27th is the last day to enter, uh, to enter. We'll have a lottery, and on our next episode, we'll let you know who uh, is the winner of the sweepstakes, and we will get everything arranged. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for all the followers. Um, like I said, the, the plays on the fucking SoundCloud are amazing. Like, I never expected yeah. 35. Thank you guys so, so much. So, this is just, you know, three guys sitting in Sharon's basement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Five feet apart. Not gay. Feet Not, apart. gay. Not gay. Mm, a little gay. Wouldn't be against it. A little gay. Well, our socks are on, so. Mm, Chase's isn't. They're inside Chase. out. <laughs> all right, all right. Are we, was that, did we call it? Is that it? Did we call it? I think we're going to call it. Alrighty. My ass hurts from that. Once again, guys, thanks <laughs> for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for the follows. You're going to want to get that t-shirt with all of our beautiful faces yeah, on it. Yeah. And the autographs maybe are going to be worth something today. <laughs> hey. You know what I mean? All I got to say is... Hey. <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> uh, Go ahead and get your uh, baby set up for college with that shirt, because I guarantee you're going to sell it for a lot of money. Hey. All right. uh, Much love, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.